Okay, we're on. Howard and John show. Yes. There's John. Hi. How are you feeling? Good. Yeah, it's been, this weather has been amazing out over here in uh, St. Louis. I'm looking out my window over here and it is, uh, it's so, it's, it doesn't look great. It looks a little hazy, but it's nice and cool. It's yes. great. It's well appreciated. It is great. Yeah. The heat, man, really does take it out of you. Zap you? It zaps me. It zaps me. And you know this from our walks that, uh, you know, I start to complain about <laughs> two thirds of the way through <laughs> I'm preoccupied with it. I think it's also being bald. You know, I try to wear a hat, but uh, I think it gets through anyway. Yeah, so one thing we should say is, is uh, yes, we are totally tardy uh, to those yes. who are out there. We my apologize, fault. but um, we- It is my fault. Uh, we will we will get better at that and uh, and and not let that uh, that hiccup happen to you. Uh, and plus, we miss talking to each other. Yeah, that's definitely true. And uh, uh, it was um, it was a technical problem and some poor planning on my part. I thought, oh, no problem. I'll just use my Wi-Fi hotspot. Uh, no, it didn't work so well. So, not hot enough. Not hot enough. <laughs> it's not, yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely things are cooling down. It is a down. mild spot. Things are cooling down. So, uh, yeah. But, um, but anyway, we're here. Okay. So, we are here. And we're talking about? Fear. Fear. <laughs> I was afraid you were going to say Fear. Fear. We are, we are afraid of, t of talking about fear, really. And so, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, there's a lot to be afraid of these days. There's a lot to be afraid of. Um, and what, what my theory is there's a lot of, well, well, let me, let me, I'm going to hold off on my theory because I want to talk about what, what is fear? What do you think fear is? Like, what do you, where does it, where does it live inside you when you feel it? Does it, do you, does it have a place? Do you feel it here? Do you feel like in your chest? Where, I'm pointing at my chest. Where, is there a... I, yeah, I mean, I think I feel the physiological effects of it ha, uh, hit me in um, definitely in my chest. It, it does get tense. I do get a feel of weight there sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of it, it obviously, it's in the mind. Uh, it's in know, the mind. But we have a physical response to this too. It's a, it's a, it's a, you, you, you feel yeah. fear and, uh, and, and yes, it's an unpleasant feeling and we feel it a lot. I think a lot more than we oh, let on, you know? There's oh yeah. Terrible. So many things. It, it, we... it, it, it kills us really. I mean, it, you mm -hmm. know, I, I would imagine that it has something to do with uh, not just the fear, but the stress of the fear and the cortisol and all that stuff mm -hmm. that's uh, pumping through you uh, that hopefully your body is metabolizing. But all that stuff that is happening with our hormones, uh, with, uh, with the uh, amount of um, uh, toxins that are working through our, our body, mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's something. So for, I mean, for me, like how I would define fear um, is something that is um, robbing you of joy yeah. uh, and two is burdening you that causes a, 
not just stress, but a sense of, of terror, or at least a sense of, of um, uh, where you are, where you're afraid that something bad will happen. And that's what I think it, it is. Oftentimes it's not a present problem. Mm-hmm. It's a future problem. And uh, it is a non-existent issue. It's something we are afraid that will happen. So you're living in the future. Fear is yes. living in the future. For me, at least, that's what I find most common. Well, yeah, you, you know, but well, I, I think fear is something that was designed to make us live in the moment. That you, you fear when, when we're primitive beings, it was just a matter of time before we turned to primitive beings. You know, we are primitive <laughs> beings, but, but if you go back, things to be afraid of were uh, animals charging us and things like that. These, you know, right. being a meal, um, a yeah. rock falling on us. Th- those Which fears, makes sense. It totally makes sense. That's fear. Yeah. Now, most of our fears aren't about that. Most of our fears are about anxiety, are really anxieties about yeah. And so yeah. anxiety is really a, anxiety is living in the future. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a negative feeling. It's, it's neg- living in a negative future, living in a bad future. And it's yeah. crazy because it hasn't even happened yet. But you're, yeah. you're experiencing all the negativity and it hasn't even happened yet. That's the no. th- that's what's terrible and and life sucking. It sucks your life away from you. It- so how do you how do you deal with that? What what's uh, or or actually what has been what's the latest thing you're fearing? Um, I fear, you know, I I have personal fears and I have sort of institutional fears. You know, I worry. I I fear everything from uh, am I going to injure myself in traffic? Am I going to you know, get T-boned by a truck as I cross Skinker Boulevard over here. Is that a, is that a common fear? Is that something that you, it, it kind of like, it, it hits you often? Or is that something only when you drive or only, uh, you know, occasionally? What? I don't think I'm really thinking about it when I'm driving. That's the thing. It's not really... It's, you don't think about it when you drive? I'm not thinking about it when I'm driving because I, I feel like I'm in control. I, 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 I'm a careful driver. These, these feelings that I have have nothing to do with when I'm driving, it's living in that future. It's that future Howard, you know, driving inadvertently through a red light or somebody driving through it, their own red light and, and hitting me, something like that. That's a basic fear that, that we have. What, is but, there anything that triggers that? What, what, what triggers that? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Um, where is like, what, where, is my mind, what am I thinking? What is the context happening when I, when I have this fear of being, you know, T-boned? Uh, I don't know, I don't know, but I think it's, that's the right question to ask is, you know, what elicits that feeling? Because I'm not, there's no reason for me to have that fear at that moment. There's no reason for me to even be thinking about that because uh, it, it, it certainly could happen, but lots of things could happen, but I don't know, that's a, it's, it borders on irrational. It's an irrational fear. And there's something that elicits that fear. And in the good old or bad old days when we just had, you know, bears chasing us around, you know, <laughs> you had a good reason to be afraid of a bear chasing you. And I would imagine when a bear wasn't chasing you, it was a nice relaxing time. <laughs> you know, you, you know maybe, maybe you were thinking about the bear that was going to chase <laughs> you tomorrow or something, but, and maybe that was just a natural feature of being a human is that we, we do have imaginations and we do go 
go there in our heads. And, and I go there in my head. I have an active imagination. And, and, and what, what do you fear the most? What, what, what do you, what, what gets you, what, what gets you scared the most? Mm, well, the, yeah, not, not things as sort of tangible as a tra traffic accident. Um, you know, honestly, the things that fear me the most, uh, that, that make me most afraid are, is that feeling of em em emotional loss, like, like, somebody close to me dying and me not being able to do anything about that and all the all the disruption and chaos that follows those feelings that follow that feeling of loss all of that that's the stuff that really gives me keep you know it doesn't keep me up at night i mean i don't think i have more fears than most people i think these are the these are the things you know loss um abandonment uh um rejection those are those are i think the primal fears but 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 it's it's right it's easy to talk about getting hit by a car it's like, you know because that's you know it's a, a realistic fear but the vulnerable fears are the ones that really i think tug at us the most and that's yeah abandonment rejection loss those sorts of things judgment Ooh. How about you? Is there something that's <laughs> change the subject? How about you? <laughs> uh, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, I think uh, my greatest fear. Um, I think my great one of my greatest fears would be having someone control me. Um, yeah, I, I never knew this about myself. One, I would just say, you know, the first, the most visceral fear I can remember was actually, I think I mentioned this before, like basically running away from my marriage when, when things got mm. tough because I didn't want to have my wife reject me. So I rejected her before she rejected me. And, uh, and she never actually threatened to reject me, but this is early in our marriage. First three years was terrible. Right. Um, we were, I mean, speaking of growing pains, it was, it was just all pain really. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I would, I would, uh, I would act crazy. I would act completely irrational and, and just try to bounce, try to leave the, the relationship because I was afraid that she was going to leave after a heated discussion or heated uh, argument, really a fight and uh, full blown. Because I, I the, you believe there's no way that you could recover from this. There's no, you, it's not perfect anymore. It's not what, what, no, what? no, no. It was just, I was afraid. I was afraid that she would leave me. So therefore I would leave her first. And I would, mm. I would determine that first. Uh, and so for whatever reason, I mean, it's completely irrational. It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, I don't know if but, it's irrational. I, I, I mean, I, you know, fear of abandonment is, is that's the first fear that we have, you know, when we're reliant on our parents, on the, those who are raising us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the biggest fear because you'll die. And that yeah. gets generalized into, you know, fear of abandonment from a partner. Well, you know, if, if Rachel were to leave you, you wouldn't die. You would be sad. You'd have to, you'd have to maybe look at, you know, you'd, you'd be alone and you'd have to look at maybe the reasons why, and you'd have to, you know, you'd have, you'd blame yourself and it'd be, be disruptive, all those things, you know, but you'd be alone. That would be your, your fate. And that's, I think it was, it's not, I don't, I'm not afraid of being alone. I wasn't 
afraid of alone so much as being left. And I think that that's where the real terror was and was for me. Yeah, I, 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 so it's I was the alone, it's not life, the alone, uh, at it's least the, beforehand. So it's really just a moment. It's as she's walking out the door. It's not, it's not just a moment. It's the moment that stays like, right. It's, it's the, it's the feeling of someone left me. And it's not just a moment. It's a state. Once that mm. actually happens, I have been someone who has been left and that now leaves a mark on me. Right. It's, it's, it's a weird kind of thing to think about. Have you, have you ever um, been left? Oh yeah. I mean, so the, the, the thing that happened before was the, the thing that really triggered this was a broken engagement when I was younger. Mm. Uh, it, it, when I was 21, it, it, it had a, I had no idea how big of an impact it had on me until I got married. And so, mm. um, so that was it. I had no idea. It was just like, it took me a while to get over it. Yeah. It took me actually years. Uh, wow. and then, uh, you know, and then, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a sensitive guy. I've got, you know, tender feelings. I know. And, uh, and, I know. but, but, but it, it, the, the, the amazing thing was I had no idea how deeply it cut me, uh, uh until it was like a betrayal. It was like a betrayal. I, I, I was very, I am, and I, I probably was especially when I was younger, naive Yeah. and very, I'm already still optimistic, but I was really optimistic. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and as you, as you know, this is why we balance each other out. Yeah, um, and uh, <laughs> because I'm the <laughs> You are pessimist. <laughs> I am. I am. You are, aren't you? Oh, for we sure. should talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think we should talk about that pessimism, <laughs> optimism, at some point, and why why we became mind, the, the, the mind frame. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. How do we get anyway? So manifestations. Yeah. Back to fear. Um, so yeah. So that marked me so deeply. I had no idea. And it affected my marriage, you know, over 10 years later, uh, it was causing me to do the things I was not responding to my wife. I was responding to my, you know, my ex fiance, uh, who you're who, living uh, who that did what abandonment did. over and over again. Every time you yeah. have an argument with Rachel, you are every uh, misunderstanding or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it was like muscle memory. I couldn't even, it was like a groove I was stuck in. I, I was, I was on a, was so a, how'd you, a, a how'd roller coaster. You, how did you, how did you get out of that? What did you do? Or did you? I would, I, no, we definitely, definitely got out of it. The pattern eventually broke, but it was largely, I would, uh, you know, uh, uh, credit um, my wife and uh, uh, for her to be able to like, she never left me. She never threatened me. Never, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she threatened me other ways, but never threatened to leaving me. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, we'll get into that. that's another episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's another subject <laughs> that's that's back in the relationship subject um and so uh once i realized hey she's not leaving i can trust her now and yeah. there was something that healed inside of me once i recognized i could trust this person that i had we had already committed to each other but there was a deeper under where that commitment was going or where it was. And so that actualization or at least understanding of the, the actualized trust helped me, uh, help heal me. And I, I changed, like it was epiphany. I just had this, wow, she's not leaving. I can trust her, yeah. you know, thank God. And I stopped, essentially stopped leaving. Um, did you, when you left, did so you leave? Did you, what did you do? Like, I don't did, really, did, did you think about leaving? I, I think that that's not really, What's that? Did you think of leaving or did you actually Wait. walk out the door when you oh, I, I walked out the door with oh, the intention no, of never going back or just to, you know, to what was your in the moment? Yes. 
in that moment, you're like, this is done. In that, in that moment, I was very sincere, but irrationally sincere. So yeah, I, I think that um, fears are so weird because I think they're so event-based or uh, something in our minds trigger to uh, think right. that, uh, because the whole memory, the amygdala is, is, uh, mm -hmm. is our kind of our lizard brain. It's right. the, core, the oldest brain. part of yeah. our brain. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it helps us survive. And, uh, and so, you know, now that most of our, our, our physical, our, most of our pains and threats are less physical, they're mostly mm -hmm. now emotional. I, I think that we, we have learned to, to protect ourselves uh, in other ways. And so, so fear for has me, been, it was, that was. Yeah. Yeah. So fear has so been corrupted. Has changed. Fear has been corrupted into or, something else. Yeah. Or, or it has at least, I don't know if it's corrupted. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, what, what's, as I said earlier, what's, what was well suited for maybe reacting to a, uh, you know, an angry bear is uh, poorly suited. That emotion is poorly suited for an angry spouse. Yeah. 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 Like, like your options with your spouse are not fight or flight, you know? Right. But that's the response that you, you, yes. Yeah. And so, you know, so what are the, you know, I don't want to get into a whole, it's not about relationships, about fear, but um, it's, <laughs> you're, so you, you stopped walking out. Yeah. Stop walking out. Yeah. It basically you, almost transformed overnight. Yeah. Because she demonstrated to you that those fears were unwarranted, that she was not going to leave you. She demonstrated and I came to, so something I, you know, I, I would even say it was divine grace. I had an epiphany where it just, it clicked. You know, sometimes when you have these mm -hmm. moments where something in an idea or a thought or a realization happens and it clicks yeah. and it changed, I wouldn't say it changes everything, but it changes uh, like your lens of, of how you're seeing life. And so for me, I was able to see my relationship in a very different light because, um, because of my wife's consistency mm -hmm. and two, um, it just dawned on me. I just had that moment of like, wow, we're in this to win this together. It's, it's, it, you know, I'm, I'm being, well, tell I'm, me about the, I'm the idiot here. Like what, what did it feel like to overcome that fear? What was the moment? Like what, what made you like one day you were a runner away -er, and today you're a stayer. What's I'm a the, sticker what, rounder. A sticker rounder. What is what is the uh, two English majors? That's two the, English that's majors start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you we, we're writers, people. We like to write. Oh man. So going back to Epiphany, I how did I how did it feel? I, you know, a lot of times epiphanies happen when I'm running, mm -hmm. and I, when I was running. It just uh, something like snapped into place. Like it, it, you know, it, you know when you have these like, components where something just slides into place and it clicks and it just feels like ah, that is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. I, maybe it's more than a seatbelt; it's something else. But anyway, so that yeah. that there was this connecting of thoughts where I saw her consistency. Uh, I saw the fact that 
um, she loved me. And you know, all these different variables, time, all that kind of stuff. And it just, re I realized, oh, you know what? I'm the idiot for not trusting her. Mm. Um, and, mm -hmm. and also I, I realized, I think from the fact that, you know, the, the way I was responding was not because of her, but because of my past relation, my broken engagement. Right. And so all those things kind of converged and just clicked into this container of, a of my past and my story and my history. Mm -hmm. And then I, I realized, ah, like this is, this is not her, this is me. Uh, I was at the uh, whole time blaming her for the problems of my, but I was really just my fear. I was afraid that she was going to break my heart. I was afraid that she was going to leave me. Mm -hmm. And you, you couldn't deal with the idea that, that that was such a painful idea that you had to uh, inflict the first blow. You had to leave. Yes. I mean, and, right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I had, I felt like I had to at least, but that, yeah, that, that's, that's definitely what. Right. Well, so, yeah, you felt like so it, you me, had uh, to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what, what, uh, what, um, so how do you, how do you work around your fears? What do you, what do you do? I, I, I wouldn't even say for me, at least that time, it wasn't, I, I overcame it. Something had overcome me and it, I had my epiphany. What is it for you? Like, what, do you have any moments or stories or, or experiences or how would you describe you overcoming your, your fears? Well, I think it, for me, it's a constant battle. You know, I, I have, I have fears of, I think I have, uh, you know, I have a very good therapist that I, I, I talk with usually once a week and uh, yeah. we, we talk on the phone and it's a, it's a, and this has been going on for years now, you know, uh, five years and um, wow. That's great. yeah, long, long relationship with this therapist and she's awesome. And, um, and I, I've learned a lot about uh, what kind of makes me kind of what, what sort of, what makes me afraid uh and it, it and it, it like you it's this fear it's also a fear of abandonment fear um a fear of and it, but the, the that abandonment is not really a, about being left like being walked out on i think it has more to do with that it's almost like a different type of abandonment where you're where i'm rejected by society or by people that I know, love, care about, or maybe even strangers. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a serious person. I'm not legitimate. It gets to that imposter, you know, syndrome that we talked about some weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I think that to me, that's my biggest fear over and, and needing to, I, you know, it, that seems to be the recurring theme for me. It's not, relationship fears though you know based on my relationship which probably should be all the kinds of issues i've had in my life um but uh and surprisingly that's not the thing i'm afraid of i think that's it's interesting yeah yeah uh, the things that that the things that make me uncomfortable and wince and make me scared to elicit that sort of runaway reaction are fear of embarrassment fear of that that which ultimately is, according to my therapist, and I agree, is, a, is fear of rejection, is fear of abandonment. Because if you are a fool, you know, and I certainly am a fool, I must be a fool, therefore I will be abandoned. That's, that's the process. That's how it works for me. 
you know, where, where do you think that came from? What, what, what do you think there was a source of that? No, no, what, what was, no. <laughs> no, no, I was like, okay. I was like, I don't think she abandoned you. Did she abandon you? So no, like, you know? no, no. Um, you know, my, my, well, that's a really the natural response, isn't it? Um, the, it's always a mother. I don't, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know where it comes from. I, you know, I, I tried to be prepared for this conversation and I don't have the answers. I don't know, I don't know what I'm afraid of, you know? Um, I mean, I don't know what it is that, well, I don't know where these things come from. I think, you know, when I talk to my therapist about it, you know, it's, well, we, what, you know, what are the things that would jump out? Well, we moved around a lot when I was a kid, moved to different cities. I was sort of the new kid, that's always tough. And I experienced yeah. my share of bullying and my share of, you know, yeah. not fitting in and, you know, you know th those types of things. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's that. Um, I, I, like you, I was, uh, and am a sensitive person. Uh, I was a really sensitive kid. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't like a crier. I just was, you know, I, I, I hid a lot. I just would yeah. kind of make myself invisible. Uh, not trying yeah. to, to to not draw attention to myself for fear yeah, yeah. of the negative attention. Well, when I was right. asked to do something, when I was when I was uh, when I was brought on stage or asked to play a part or do something like that, I was all over that. I was like, you were, much, yeah, I was a little performer when I was a kid. So when, you you liked being in the limelight. I liked being in the limelight, and I was fearless when it came to performing. I like I've never really experienced stage fright or things like that. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it was uh, because it's like a job, and I'm comfortable doing my job, you know. But I think when I'm not, when I'm just in a social circumstance, and I'm just you know out and about, well, there's no rules, and and uh, if I say something stupid, then you know. I must be stupid and not worthy of love and friendship. That's the, that's, that's so, the, that's the fear. That's the fear. So then how, how do you, or do you feel that way? You know, when we podcast? No, I'm not nervous when we podcast. I, I feel like it's a job. It's like something that, and I think it's something that, you know, that you've invited me to do this and I've invited you to do this. And so we both have a sort of a, a uh, legitimate place behind these microphones, whether our audience agrees or not is another issue. But I, I feel like this is, uh, I, I, I say, you know, believe, it's strange I'm talking about burying myself here, but it's, it's a safe place. Um, I, because the context is a, it's the context that allows for it. It's the appropriate thing to do in this context. You know, and it. maybe it has to do with my like an introversion. I, you know, if I'm, you know, out in a, out, out with a just, you know, with a group of people, or you know, in a party or a cocktail party or a restaurant, or something that I, I don't know what you know. I, there's, it's fraught with potential disasters, social disasters that could leave me abandoned. Again, yeah, yeah, irrational yeah. to use your term, uh, but highly rational. And I think yeah. many people listening to this could, can, can uh, relate to that on some ex extent, to some extent, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I guess the terminology I would use, the, word, the wording I would use is, it is irrational, but it makes sense. Um, like, I, I think that because in the moment, I, that my wife is not the same as my ex-fiance. Uh, so, you know, but I'm making that, at least in my, my, in my amygdala, I'm making mm -hmm. that connection. 
Um, so it, it doesn't, right. it's, it, 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 it makes sense why I do what I do, but I would, I think I still would consider it irrational. And I think that what, what really helps people, at least me to get over that is to, I think, understand that my fears are not necessarily reality. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I kind of, I think I use the word irrational because the sooner that we can recognize those fears, the sooner we can realize that you can divorce. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to use the word divorce in this context, but uh, divorce the idea <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> why don't we just say the abandon idea. the idea of, no, don't use <laughs> yeah. that one either. <laughs> Reject. <No. laughs> yeah. oh, there's a loss of our words now. Um, <laughs> right. uh, as soon as you Banish. can separate, yeah. separate, <laughs> separation, yeah. uh, <laughs> the, the, the fear from the reality, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's where, you know, some, some kind of magic happens or something can happen. And, um, and you and grow I, you know, and it's a, it's a great moment. Oh, it turns this oh, awful yeah. thing into a growth, a growth moment. You know? Yeah, no, it transformed us. It, it was, awesome. it was, a, it was an amazing moment. Like, I mean, I, when we talk about it, it's like, wow, you know, that was amazing. It was magical. It's like, you know, it, it, it really was. And, if, and there was a, there was a feeling of wholeness in that mm-hmm. moment. Um, uh, when I told her, like she literally, I told her, I was like, I just had this epiphany. I was like, I need to trust you. And she started crying. <laughs> I'm about to you cry. Know, it, That's it, lovely. It, she, yeah. she, it, 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 she, you needed to trust her. That's a great way to trust her. Yeah. I, I, and I think that that's, you know, that is, that is one's opposite side of fear is trust. Um, yes. you know, can, can you, trust you know obviously a human being but it could be something else even you know yeah. uh, uh you know whatever it is like you could, can you trust in the moment can you trust uh that things will be okay can you trust whatever it is that you're going to trust um faith but, it could be but, faith you know it's a, faith? You know, having faith in someone uh loving someone and trusting someone those three words seem interchangeable in this moment yeah faith yeah. love and trust you know yeah like you know, what's going on? There's a lot, you said at the very beginning, there's a lot to be afraid of in the world. And, uh, yeah. and I, I think that there is a lot to be afraid of in the world because we don't know how people are going to respond. But a lot of what we are dealing with now is hate. There's a lot of hate out there. And, oh, yeah, a lot and, of hate. Right. And I think most of that hate is fear, you know? And that is fear. And that is because people, we, 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 we've broken apart from each other. We're segregated. We're, you know, we live in our little social media islands and the others are, are, you know, standing there with guns or they're with, you know, with their masks on and they're going to kill us. And they're, you know, those types of things are lead to those fears are, are, are those hatreds are fear-based. And I think that's, that's, it's, it's amped up the amount of fear out there. That's, that's, and, and I think a lot of what's happening in, um, in our political discourse is it's not hatred for the other side, it's fear of the other side. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I would, I definitely think that they are related, um, fear and hate, uh, but I, de- I don't think that they're synonymous. Um, no, I, I, no, I don't think they're synonymous either. Yeah, I think, okay. But I think most hate today is fear. It's fear-based. 
it's I'm and I think a lot of times if you if you read social media posts you, you people say you know I hate I hate Donald Trump oh I'm actually afraid of him I I hate the left well I'm actually afraid of them and and those words are interchanged throughout people's posts I've noticed that there's a lot of you know, a lot of interest like when they when they describe their hatred of, of, you know, Black Lives Matter people, there's a, you know, why are you, why do you hate them? Well, because I'm afraid they're going to, you know, destroy our cities. They're going, oh, it's fear. It's not, you know, but fear is, is, fear is not as accepted. It's not okay to be afraid. Hatred, it's okay to be, it's okay to hate. It's not okay to, to be afraid because that's weakness. Hatred is not weakness. Fear is weakness. That's that's the message out there. I think that's what happens, and the fear that you're describing um, is not that. That's not that. It doesn't lead to hatred, um, but it can, you know, because when we break up with somebody, when we when we abandon or abandoned, we go to hatred. You know, I think it's super interesting that link is done. You know, it's like how many people. I'm afraid of being abandoned. I'm afraid of being abandoned. Then you get abandoned and now you hate that person. You know, that fear turned into hate. Yeah. I never, I, I never felt that way about any of my exes that I hated them. Um, You're a big man. Even, even the ex fiance. Um, but I, I was angry at them. Um, but I don't think I ever, I ever, I don't think my fear ever led to, at least in, in my, in my, um, in my romantic relationships, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, especially now, because I mean, I, I, I've ended up um, in a much, in a great place. I wouldn't say better place. I don't even know what better means, mm-hmm. but in a great place. So I don't have to, I'm, I'm not angry. And, and I enjoyed being single. Like that, mm-hmm. that was the thing. Like, you know, I, I enjoyed my single life. It was, I had a great time. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, and so, I don't know. So, so going back to how, how, like what else, um, when you're, when you are in the throes of fear, when you're afraid of being abandoned or rejected or embarrassed, what do you do? How, do you have any like things that you do mentally or, uh, physically, or what, what do you do to actually, uh, deal or manage with your fear? I, I would say, I'd say this is that probably for most people, there's no way we will ever get around fear, fear. No always be there no it is uh, deep so down it, it is that crocodile brain it's it's in there it's not going anywhere yeah. so the, all you can do is manage it. and so it's healthy and it's a chronic condition too yeah it, it's it's there so. and uh and occasionally you have flare-ups so what do you how do you treat your 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 you know your fear um i i don't have good answers for that either i feel so ill-prepared um I, because i just i i tend to i try first thing i try to do is distract myself um, I, at my best, I try to put my, analyze my fear and try to decide, is this rational is the word that I use. Um, of course, I believe it's rational. Of course it's rational, but, but is it, um, justified? Is the fear justified? Um, Uh, am I really experiencing a threat? And more often than not, no, but my crocodile brain is. So you do, you, you break, you, you do this, break this down. You do break this down the at whole my time. Best. You're trying at, to, like, at actually, my best. Actually. Yeah. When at your I'm, best. Okay. When I'm, when I'm being my best Howard, I do do that. But really fear, the nature of fear is that you don't think rationally. You don't stop to 
respond in a, in a thoughtful way, you know? I mean, that's why when you're really afraid of something and someone's trying to calm you down, they seem so, you know, so insane and you feel so crazy, but you know, it's a, it is a, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to eliminate the fear. It's hard to, it's hard to get someone not to be afraid of something, you know, just like, it's like, so true. For, for me, it's like try to get you to not think about, you know, lollipops. It doesn't, you know, you, you, you will think about, them, you know, and the fear is the same thing. You try making that fear go away. You can't just will it away. No. And it's a, it is a crocodile brain response. So it's, it, it is not something that, um, that is affected by um, rational thought. Like you, you know, unless you really force yourself to you, I think you can overcome it, but it's probably more of a distraction technique that I use because I'm not as uh, together as, as, as I like to be. Wouldn't it be great if every time you felt afraid, you stopped and you could tell yourself, no, this is not really a thread. It doesn't really work that way. No, no, it doesn't. I, you know, something that I, I learned as a kid, I remember being, because I also had an imagination too, a very, very, you know, like I had this vivid imagination of like all the bad things that could happen to me in, in, in a day mm -hmm. or in a moment. And um, uh, for instance, uh, I used to race BMX bikes when I was a kid. And man, I mean, you're, you're basically, you're, you're going toe to toe, or not bike to bike mm -hmm. uh, with all these kids and you're super jumping close. over these huge jumps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super close. You, uh, you're going fast. At least you think you're going fast. It feels yeah. like you're going fast, but you're really not. Um, and mm -hmm. it, and every time before a race, I was so terrified that I was going to hurt myself, right? I was going to flip over my handlebars. I was going to really bash my face. Oh, yeah, terrified. And I had to manage that in order to at least get over the, the, you know, the finish line or at least start the race and then get through it. Um, so that experience and then playing sports, the same mm -hmm. thing. I was terrified of getting yes. hurt. I, I think that, you know, that if, if, there's a muscle memory. There is a, there's a sense of, of practice of learning to uh, when you're managing fear is when you're just assessing it and mm -hmm. saying, I'm afraid, but I think I can do this. And what's right. the worst that can happen? Um, or what's you know, the likely you, thing to happen? You know, you're, yeah. you're, you know, so there's a respect for the hazards, the respect for the risks involved in, in anything. And, and you, you know, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, we, but, but while you're doing the activity, while you were riding the bike, you weren't feeling those. You felt in control. You felt like, you know, you, you know that, that's the moment where you really should be feeling the fear, but that's gone. And now you're in the moment and you're like, why was yes. I ever afraid of this? I, uh, you know, in, in my gym, we do uh, rope climbs occasionally, 15 foot rope climbs. Climb up the top, oh, you touch do? the beam and you come down. Yeah. And I, I am afraid at the beginning when I'm thinking about this, because I think of all the things I could get up there and fall, you know, I could, you know, really just, really break your neck. <laughs> that's really about it. Yeah. I could get up and fall and any, anything, depending on where I land. But there's a mat underneath, right? There's a mat. Is there a big there's mat? There's a mat like this thick. It's meant to like protect oh. your ankles. It's not going to save it. you. It's not like a <laughs> big, it's not like a bouncy house. And, uh, you know, you, if you fall, you're going to be hurt or dead. But once, once the buzzer goes and you start, you jump up and climb up and you're like, this isn't that bad. It's not that hard. It's not yeah, that What was scary. I so scared of? What was I so scared of? Right. It's, it's yeah. just like that. And, and you overcome those things. But, you know, some people never overcome those things. Some people just never do it. They're just like, I'm not doing that. I can't do it.
Yeah. And I'm sure there are things that I feel the same way. But do, do, you, do you challenge your fears? No, do you? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you yeah, say, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, afraid yeah. of this and I then think that, I think that. that that's, I, I do often. Um, I don't know with every single fear. Uh, like for instance, there are risks I won't take. Like I'm, I'm afraid of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I respect that fear. Um, yeah, you know, but yeah, there are certain fears that I think that are not, you know, they don't, it doesn't deserve as much respect. And, um, and so I, I will try to fly in the face of it and, um, and go against it. You know, uh, I, I get, you yeah. know, there's a lot to be gained by challenging the COVID fear, not to say that that's a smart thing to do, but you can get out, you can have a life, you can, you know, there's business to be had out there, there's opportunities, there's, um, there's restaurants, there's all kinds of, there's life out there. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, you're, you're giving up a lot for that fear, but still yeah. that's, you know, we don't know enough about this. So I think it's a reasonable risk assessment, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's a very appropriate rational response. I don't think anyone who's, uh, any intelligent person would say you're making a bad choice. You know, yeah. Or you're, or you're, or you're, you're cowardly or you're making, you know, you're, you, you, you know, this, you know, no, it's not like, you know, it, it that, that, that's a respectable decision to make because it's a reasonable balance of risk and reward. Right. Yeah. 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 I, um, yeah. So, you know, as, as a kind of close closing up the, the thoughts here, what, what would you, how, how would you, if you were to um, think of the best way to manage your fears, how would, how would you do that? And then what would you recommend to other people? Well, I think if you can find, if you're in the state of fear, if you're in that state, which is chaotic, if it's real fear, it's chaotic. And I'm not talking about the kind of fear where you see a bear chasing you, you know? Yeah, I'm talking about that. That's a good fear. I'm talking about like the fear of being abandoned or fear of, you know, failure, fear of embarrassment, those things. If you can sort of, train yourself to respond in a way that is a question. So approach, so I would say, and my therapist, I should say, would say, approach the fear with curiosity. You know, that, that, be curious about that. What will, you know, personify it and welcome it, thank it for trying to protect you. And then question what, is this really what, you know, is, is this really working? Is this really something that you want to do, personified fear? Is this, you know, what, why are you here? What's, what's your purpose? And what would happen if, what's the worst thing that can happen? What are you afraid of? Let's, let's, let's model this thing. What are you really afraid of? And it may just disappear, you know, or it yeah. may not. But, but if you can have the presence of mind to stop and uh, thank the fear and, you know, examine it for the depth and the richness of that fear. You know, I, I think that, I think most of our fears, as you said earlier, we're not really talking about the fears that of, of pain and peril. We're talking about uh, not physical pain. We're talking about emotional pain. That's the, you know, that's the fear. And will you really be, am I really gonna be abandoned if I write a shitty blog post? Am I really going to be rejected 
if this podcast, you know, blows up, you know, in a not good way. Is that, no, you know, no. But in my mind, that's exactly what's gonna happen. But if you follow that through, so I think I would suggest following through that fear line and seeing where it goes in your mind, really following it through, seeing where it goes. It generally goes nowhere. Generally <laughs> goes anywhere, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel. How about you? What do you think? What do you, what's, what's your antidote? I, yeah, I would say there's definitely no, not an antidote, but I, I would say something to think about or how to approach it, maybe is the, uh, uh, to approach it, is um, I think that most or many of the fears that we have, we're not even aware of them. Mm -hmm. um, we're not even aware that we're, like I said about my whole broken engagement, I wasn't even aware of the depth and the breadth of how much that event affected me. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, you know, like, like these, you know, like you're talking about the people on, you know, the red and the blue people, the, mm -hmm. the, yep. the divided, divided, right? Most people, I don't even think they even realize that they're afraid of each other. Oh, no, yeah, you're exactly right. It's, they're, they, they don't, it's not registered as fear. And, uh, and I would imagine that most of us have the same issues that we have a lack of self-awareness or a lack of awareness of the fears that we have. And the more time and energy that we spend to reflect and to take a little bit of, of time just to look at our actions and to think, why did I do that? Um, you know, mm -hmm. what, what, you know, what caused that? Um, I think that, that will only become a, a way of, of uh, at least a pathway towards healing that fear, uh, right. or at least understanding it where you can actually uh, name it and then mm -hmm. uh, get to a better place uh, and then have a better practice of managing that fear. So, but you can never manage it if you never even, you're, you're never even aware right. of it. Uh, you're, you're just now, you're just, re you're just respond, you're, you're just reacting. It's, it's not any kind of a, you're just, this is who I am is kind of what your thought is. I'm just a yeah. person who does X. So fear so, is going um, to be with us forever. It's always going to be right. there in, in, the, in some level, in some level. Um, better to get to know it and yes. to understand its motivations and, uh, and, and question it when, when you can. Train yourself to question that fear rather than act on it, rather than That's react. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So great, great talking. Great great, talking. Uh, great conversation. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to next week. Yep. We will post this and then we will we will we will catch up this week, yep. Friday. That's right. Friday, Saturday, and post it. That's right. We will do that. And uh like, subscribe, whatever. <laughs> Follow. Follow. That's it. Signing off. All right, buddy. See you. Bye, John. Bye.